you're listening to Over the Oxford podcast with Tracy Cole for all things to do with the mind for equestrians. Today I'm going to give you three quick tips and they're all to do with how you speak inside your head and out loud. So they're all language tips. So neuro-linguistic programming, obviously the middle name is linguistic, so it's about language because the language that we use, we may not think it has that much power, but it has more power than you think. When people analyze the communication that we have between ourselves and with ourselves, nation or accenting a certain word. And so you might think, well, if language in terms of communication, is only about 7%. How come our words are so important? And they are because they create for us a reality, if you like. They seal in a reality. You have an idea of what's going on. You have an idea of how you are as a rider, how your horse is. You have an idea of how you are as a, a competitor. And we then use language to kind of seal that in put a boundary around it and make it so, if you like. So undoing some of that language can be really, really helpful and impactful. So what I'd like you to do is to think about your language here. And that's why I'm only going to give you three quick tips so that you can remember them and you'll be able to hear them in other people's speech. And you might then smile when you use them yourself. So the first one is changing things that are negative to the past tense. Now it sounds a bit weird, this one, because let's say somebody has a problem and you start calling it an old problem, but actually it's happening right now. So sometimes that sounds a bit weird. So saying things like, I had an old problem with my confidence. I had an old problem about self-doubt. You're thinking to yourself logically, yeah, but that problem's real. It's, it's happening now. What am I doing? But what you're doing is not communicating with your conscious, logical, analytical mind that feels a bit itchy and scratchy about saying this old problem. You're communicating with the much more powerful part of your mind, your unconscious mind. And you're saying to that unconscious mind, I want you to package this problem, but I want you to repackage it so it goes into the past. So we draw a line under it. It's an old thing. It's something I used to do. And that's a nice phrase in and of itself. I used to. I used to feel nervous. I used to have self-doubt. I used to have limiting beliefs. I used to think that I couldn't ride. All of those types of sentences are really nice if you just kind of shove them back into the past. And like I said before, you will feel a bit weird. Even if you're doing it inside your own head, you feel a bit strange about saying it. And you wonder what on earth that could do for your mind. But it does curious things and it kind of creeps up on you that that problem really does go more and more into the past. It's something that I love to do. I think it's a great and simple little technique. The second one is to evaluate 
when you use what's called a universal quantifier, oh gosh, that's such a posh way of saying it, but you'll recognize the words when I tell you that these all-encompassing words, they are all and every and never and all the time, those kind of sweeping statements that we use in everyday language. She never does that. I can never get the right canter lead. I can never do a good dressage test. All those things just, again, go into your mind and your mind takes them really literally. So the unconscious mind doesn't realize that you're exaggerating because that isn't a function of the unconscious mind. It doesn't realize that we talk in sarcastic ways. Sometimes we're too self-effacing, too modest, or we're just exaggerating something. Of course, most of these things don't happen 100% of the time. So when you say, I can never get this right, you probably have got almost right, or even you've done it right now and again. It's not a hundred percent. Or you might say, every time I approach an oxa, I have a refusal. Is it every time, every single time in your life? And when you start to listen for these words and recognize them in other people, you can just recognize that actually it isn't every time, all the time, never, always, everybody. It isn't at all. And you can step back from it and kind of readjust your language. So when you use one of these things and you say to yourself, I always get that wrong, you can step back and you almost say to yourself inside your head, well, not always. I do get it right sometimes. And that little correction is incredibly powerful in itself. And my third little language tip is to think about when we use words that are associated with necessity or possibility, because they feel different. They give you a different kind of feeling or impression within your body or within your mind or both. So when you think about have to, must, should, ought to, got to, when you think about those, they're quite firm and hard, aren't they? When you think about that compared to possibility of could, choose to, permit myself, intend, have a go, might. They don't necessarily say that something is going to be absolutely fabulous, but they open the door, maybe just a little tiny bit, to allow that opportunity, that possibility to come into your mind. So some of these words really shut the door in your face, don't they? Must, have to, it's impossible, I won't be able to. I don't deserve it. But some of them, it is just like opening the door and just letting the fresh air, the fresh breeze kind of come in and blow away some of these very, very narrow, tunneled vision, single track ways of thinking. So when you hear yourself saying a should or a must or a have to or I've got to, it's necessary, I'm supposed to. Think about 
Could you change those in any way, shape or form, even if it doesn't match reality? Could you change them to something that indicates a bit of possibility? Even if it's just the option of possibility in so far as, you know, having the option of winning the lottery, it's very slim. The chances of it happening are pretty infinitesimal, but there's still a chance. And so if you shifted your language towards things like could, may, might, I can, I could choose to have a go. It might be possible. They feel different, don't they? Even when you just say them inside your head, there, there is that opening up of your mindset when you use them. So watch out for people saying these words. Watch out for yourself saying them. And just think about, could, could, there's another one. Could I say that in a different way? Could I expand it so that, yeah, okay, this thing that I want to do or have to do is there, but could I change it so that I say I'm choosing to do it? Or with a little bit of excitement, you say, I get to do it. Ooh, I get to do my mucking out. <laughs> I choose to sweep the yard. It It is just a little bit of a mind hack because you're sort of conning your mind But if it's a con that helps you to think of this thing more positively or opens a window of opportunity or possibility, for instance, it's possible that I could do a good dressage test. I might do this and surprise myself. And it's just those little chinks in the armour of things that are really set in stone that are really, really powerful in the way that we think. You find yourself thinking differently, even if you only implement one or two of these types of language changes. So what I always suggest is that you don't take all three on all at once, but maybe rather than doing it wholesale, you pick one of them. So maybe your one for this week is to put some of the problems, issues, sticking points and so on into the past tense and just see how it feels and what happens. And then maybe another week, think about your universal statements, the every, the always, the everybody, and just rein yourself back on those. And then a next week, Think about your words of necessity and your words of opportunity. And I think if you spent some time just being aware, first of all, and then saying a different sentence in your head, that you'll find that actually this mindset stuff is a lot easier than you thought. Just changing your words will change the way that you think, changes the thought process. And that usually translates into how we act and therefore how we ride. Have a little go. Let me know how you get on. If you have any questions, you know where I am. My contact details are down in the description box. Take care and I'll see you again very soon. (music) 